this episode, Rag and Court Talk have a special guest. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Tonight we'll be talking with Caitlin Bernard, who can be seen alongside Thomas Jane and Molly Parker as Shannon Cottery in the year's most impressive Stephen King adaptation, Netflix's original film, 1922, which premieres October 20th. Thank you for coming on. We're glad to have you with us tonight. Well, I'm glad to be here. <laughs> so, what can you tell us about the upcoming feature that you'll be co-starring in as uh, Shannon Cottery? So, 1922 is kind of like an eerie, suspenseful horror slash thriller film. Um, and it takes the viewer inside the mind of the main character, Wilfred James, during his descent into insanity. So, basically, 1922 is a story about a family who owns farmland in Nebraska during the 20s. And the head of the household, Wilfred, is this proud man and is really, really attached to the farmland. And when his wife, Arlette, threatens to sell the land, he and his son conspire to kill Arlette to prevent her from selling the land. And after the murder, strange and sinister kind of things start happening to them in the, in the farmland, um, leaving them to wonder, like, well, what's going on and if Arlette is getting revenge from the grave. Oh, wow. That sounds good yeah. and creepy. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Stephen King's a big fan of it, so anything that happens, especially farmland, is just it just always kills me <laughs> because I live in the middle of farmland country. So cornfields are horrible. Just, oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we had a yeah. couple of cornfields. So yeah, I told him I'm not coming to visit him ever because the corn mazes. <laughs> no, thank you. So, what can you tell us about your character, Shannon? Shannon is super caring and nurturing and empathetic, and when she starts noticing that things are are going on with Henry, who plays the son, who's the son, um, she starts worrying worrying about him because she's really really concerned about him. And there are a couple in the film, um, and she worries much like me. I'm I'm a worrier. Um, and what's really really sweet about Shannon and Henry is that they're both madly in love, and there are a couple of of adventures and stuff that unfold between them. Um, and I don't want to, I don't want to give anything away. So that's, that's all I'll say. Okay. So did you read the Stephen King novel for 1922 in preparation for the role? I did. Yeah. I read it a couple of times. Um, and I was kind of, I was blown away of how accurate the the script was. Like it was, it was basically the novella on, on paper. Oh, awesome. It was, yeah. It was amazing. And they didn't leave anything out. So, yeah, <laughs> I am looking forward to that. That I, I just we're we're in a great like time frame of just Stephen King movies. You're just coming out left and right all over the place. It's totally. it's wonderful. It's the '80s again. I'm just saying, and that's not a bad thing. Well, they remake Children of the Corn, and we'll see about that. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's coming. <laughs> Probably. So, what initially drew you to the script? Well. For me, I'm a huge, huge horror fan. And as soon as I read the script, I loved how it was it was based in the twenties and how beautiful it, how beautifully it was written. And I loved my character, Shannon, and I just immediately connected to the whole storyline. And I loved how it was also had that psychological kind of feel to it as well, because with most mm -hmm. horror, it's just like jump scares and gore. But there is that in 1922, don't get me wrong, but it's so much more. It's more, it's like I said, psychological. And yeah, yeah, I found that aspect really, really interesting. Yeah, I was watching the trailer for it and it was giving me um, the Telltale Heart vibes, Poe. 
The what? The what? Sorry. Uh, the Telltale Heart, uh, Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, okay. The material is pretty creepy and natural. Do you get generally get spooked when you're working on sets that deal in the supernatural? No, actually, I don't. It's all it's almost the opposite for me. I mean. It was actually a different experience, I say that, but it was a different experience because we were filming around this time during Halloween, and there was some creepy places um, that we were filming in, um, and there's a bunch of stories that go go along with that, but um, generally, no, I don't, because you see the fake blood being poured, and like like when we're, we're not shooting, we're talking and stuff, and we look dead, but it's... No, I, I don't. I don't get creeped out, and that's part of the reason why I can watch horror movies because I know what's behind it. At first, I was like, I, I can't. I can't watch horror movies. And then when I actually shot one, I was like, okay, so this is what goes on, and this is all the behind the scenes stuff that now I know. So I, I don't get scared when I watch horror movies, um, which is really funny. Yeah. So how do you get yourself into the right frame of mind to be creeped out uh, as Shannon? Well. I think that it's all about experiences. For me, I, I draw back on my experiences that I've had previously in, in, in being creeped out in similar situations um, and, and the given circumstances, because like I said, we were filming in, in such creepy areas. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as soon as they yell action, I, I immediately immerse myself into that scenario and the scene and what's going on and what's happening and and like I said, calling calling back on, on those memories that I had or the feelings that I had when I was really creeped out and really scared and, and had that emotional level as Caitlin and bring that into the work. Awesome. So uh, was Shannon the role you originally auditioned for? Yes, Shannon was from the very start, yeah. Right. And tell me a little bit about your process for getting my, into my, the character. To get into the character. Well, first of all, as soon as, I got the audition. I read the full script. I, I read uh, the novella. This is before I even booked Shannon because I, I immediately, like I said, fell in love with the role and did tons and tons of research on the 1920s and what was kind of going on in the culture and everything like that um, and did tons and tons of character analysis. Um, and that, then that followed with tons of rehearsals with Thomas and Dylan and uh, Molly and that was that was a ton of fun, um, especially the prosthetics because I do have a, a couple of scenes with prosthetics. So that was that was really really fun too. Okay, cool. Yeah. Did you have an internal backstory that you created for this character, or did you just get pull everything straight out of the novella when you read that? Well, I think from for me, as soon as you you take the facts because those are those are the and the facts that are in the script for the character, and then you do kind of create a, a backstory from that. Um, so I, I kind of, I did, because I do that with all my characters. Um, but what, what was really fun about Shannon is that her family was better off in town. So they had more money because they had indoor plumbing. Um, so that was kind of fun to play with that kind of aspect in, in school and, and how that ties into my character overall. Um, yeah, so I, de- I definitely did. For sure. Indoor plumbing is such a plus. It is. Oh, absolutely. No, it definitely is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how people survived way back when. I, I, <laughs> I have, have no idea either, yeah. <laughs> so do you have any other projects coming up soon? Um, I don't at the moment. Uh, there's some exciting stuff coming up with a film that I shot uh, 
think two or three years ago. Um, it's being released in like a bunch of countries in Europe and Central America. Um, so that's really exciting. And I'm doing a lot of traveling for that in the next year. Um, yeah, it's called, it's called the healer. And that, that was another amazing project that I filmed. Okay, cool. What was that movie about? It's basically about a man who discovers that he suddenly has this gift of healing and he tries to understand it and like the new reality that it offers. And basically a teenage girl with terminal cancer shows, shows up and basically shows him the way to accepting and understanding the power of healing because he doesn't believe it. He doesn't want anything to do with it at first, but then this girl who doesn't even believe that he has this healing power either, they kind of, it's kind of like a, she heals him scenario in the sense. And I play, I play that teenage girl. So that was a huge emotionally demanding role. Um, because I had to play a girl with terminal cancer and I, I met with so many families and, and went into the hospitals and, and met with kids living with terminal cancer. Um, but it, it, it changed my life truly. It okay. did. Um, yeah. And that's coming out next year. Yeah. It's coming out next year. Yeah. All right. We'll have to keep a lookout mm-hmm. for that one. Yeah. Definitely. It, it's, it's really, really amazing, actually, because um, 100% of the film is pro bono, so it's going back to kids um, living with cancer. And that's what kind of – I actually, from that film, I started my own foundation um, to support kids living with serious illnesses. I was really inspired by not only, like, meeting all those kids, like, how could I not do something about it, but also talking and meeting to the meeting the director and, and just talking to him because he does – ton of philanthropy work himself that kind of like inspired me to start my own foundation and start raising money for these kids so yeah that is awesome (laughs) yeah so that's also in the works as well well maybe at some point in time we can get you back to talk about that one when it's closer to dropping i love that yeah for sure awesome so did you always want to become an actress yeah, well, <laughs> I actually, my parents enrolled me in musical theater classes when I was like two or three or something like that. So I've kind of been doing it all along, one way or the other. Um, and I just knew from that that there was nothing like being on the stage or performing or living a different life. Um, there was no, there was no place else that I could get that from, and I didn't want to do anything else. I couldn't, I, I can't imagine myself doing doing anything else, and that kind of spiraled into commercials and stuff and then I wanted more and so my parents uh, got me an agent and then I started doing more film and television I think when I was 12 so yeah nice Mm -hmm. all right so earlier you said that you're a horror fan and I gotta ask what is your favorite horror movie Ooh, that's hard um probably get out I saw that recently and I love that one yeah Right. Uh-huh. I just, I, like I said, I love psychological. That's what it's called. Get out. Right. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yes. I love psychological. So I was, and that, that, that creeped me out. I still think about it to this day. So, um, but yeah, I think that's my favorite one. Good pick. Sure. Yeah. Movies, Good that, pick. movies that always stick with you are, are wonderful. Those, yeah. <laughs> those are the ones that get you. And speaking of movies in a time where everything merits a reboot, what show or movie that you would look, what show or movie would you love to star in, and what character would you play? Oh, that's a tough one. If there was a reboot of a film? A film or a TV show. Either one. Because we reboot everything's now. <laughs> so. 
I think I think that it would be really cool. I know that there's already been a reboot of it, but I think that it'd be really cool if they did a reboot of Romeo and Juliet, like from the Leonardo DiCaprio version, but somehow changed it to make it even more modernized. Um, and I would love to star as Juliet. I think that would be really cool. I could see him doing that. That, that would be an yeah, easy one to redo. That would definitely be cool. Yeah. Good pick. Good pick. Like it. <laughs> or Bonnie and Clyde. Ooh, oh, Bonnie yeah. and Clyde. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, for sure. And actually, uh, 1922 does have a little bit of that kind of flavor with me and Henry's relationship. Ah. So right. I don't, I, I'm not supposed to give too much away, but we do definitely have some adventures like Bonnie and Clyde. So that was like, when I got that hint of that, I was like, oh, I want to play Bonnie. That'd be awesome. <laughs> good tease. Good tease. Like yeah. It. All right. So Caitlin, where can people find you on social media? Um, well, I'm on Instagram um, at Caitlin J. Bernard. And I'm also on Twitter, which is uh, Caitlin Bernard underscore. Um, so those are my two main social media platforms, but I definitely use Instagram a lot more than I do Twitter. Okay. All right. Sounds good. All right. Well, thanks for joining us tonight, Caitlin. It was really great talking to you. Yeah, well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it, guys. Well, that was a pretty cool interview. So what did you think about that? You looking, I'm, I'm looking forward to 1922 coming out. Well, well, I told you I saw the trailer for it before, and I was like, oh, this is interesting. This is what looks really cool. But now with the Bonding Clyde thing and, of course, creepy creepiness, I'm, I'm into it. I'm ready. So as everybody knows, also, we cover a whole lot of sci- uh, sci-fi shows. I can't yeah. talk tonight to save my life. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> it having, had to happen on the worst night possible. I'm just having all <laughs> sorts of problems. So as everybody knows, we love Sci-Fi Channel and cover a whole lot of shows over there, right? Mm-hmm. I did not catch this until literally looking at IMDb for this because just how it is. So Thomas Jane is in this. He yeah. plays the the father, right? Thomas Jane was the belter cop on the expanse. Yeah. I totally did not. I didn't catch that at all out of it. And I watched like a couple times and I just totally missed it. It's just how his appearance is in this show. I was going to say, but that's how good he is. Like you forget he's Thomas Jane and he's just that belter guy with that awesome language to him. Right. Like it, it, it was, he completely transforms himself for that show. I think that was what the difference was. was like, it was totally a couple thousand years difference or a hundred years difference, whatever. And it was just a big change. And I didn't notice until I saw that. And after I saw it, I was like, whoa, that's what it does. That's who he is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, looking forward to it. And we're interested to hear more about her other movies coming out as well. So, yeah, that sounded really interesting, Healer. So, we'll have to make sure that we reach out before that comes out and talk to her again. She's really cool. She's got a lot going on, has her own foundation and everything. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, 1922 premieres October 20th on Netflix. If you haven't already, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the other killer articles posted there. There's a ton of awesome writers on that site filling it up with amazing fandom posts. Yes, and if you want to find us, uh, we are on Twitter. I'm at Jindev. He's Brazzy B. Be sure to follow at Peer Fandom as well. And just to keep up to date on latest articles that have been posted, you can also find us on Facebook. Uh, Peer Fandom is on Facebook. They have a huge page there with lots of followers. Brad and Court Talk Podcast is also um, on Facebook. We have a group there, and we have a group for Van Helsing. So if you love Van Helsing, we have a dedicated group for that, where we have a discussion thread every Thursday night for the episode. 
It'll be awesome. So until next time, watch out for those rats. They bite. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.